0: Welcome, people of the internet, lovers of TV, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We are the Plot Finders. We watch the premiere and finale of a TV show we haven't seen before, and deduce what happened in between. I'm Tony Camarena, and join me, as always, is my co-host, Al Rodriguez. Today, hey, we're fun. Oh. <laughs> we gotta get that timing right. Hold on. Yeah, I'll just yeah. do that again. Okay?
1: Oh, okay. That seems fair. Uh, Darren, just edit all this out.
0: Okay. Oh, cool. I'm Tony Camarena, and joined, uh, as always, by my co-host, Al Rodriguez.
1: Hey, hey everyone. I wasn't sure if I should uh, uh, talk there or not. I just assumed you were going to skip past me. Uh, Darren, edit this out, too. <laughs> you know keep one of them. <laughs> keep one of these two. <laughs> okay. However many right. times that we have to redo the intro, Darren, keep one of them. All right. Should we go again?
0: No. <laughs> alright. I think we're good. Well, today we are finding the plot for season two of CBS's FBI. Um but before we get to that, Al, what have you been up to lately? Uh alright.
1: So Tony, sometime within the past year, I told you, in confidence, of course, because I didn't mm-hmm. want you telling anyone, um, that I watch esports now. Um Specifically, hmm. the Overwatch League, because I, I really like playing that game, and they have a professional league for that. Um, well, uh, last year, the league started up in March, and I I needed my fix, because unfortunately, they delayed it till till May, so that way they can start it with a beta for the next Overwatch game. Ah. And um, so I, I had to look around for something, and now it turns out that I watch uh, competitive chess. So that became a thing for me.
0: Well, I'm so glad you got over your embarrassment of eSports. Um, and I'm not sure how I should feel about you watching competitive chess. Is it? All right. I've always wondered this. Do they use a the little timer thing? <laughs> um. So I, I've i seen
1: two. So I, I I actually did watch like a couple of months ago. It was a big tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. They were in person. And yes, they were actually touching the, the timer. Um, the what's ones that, that i've timer been watching for?
0: Mm-hmm? what's that timer for <laughs> uh,
1: so the different kinds of tournaments you get so much time okay. um and so yeah so you like you get so much time to make a move and so much time in total and then you have like like the the one that i saw it was like you had two hours to make your first 40 moves something to that effect and then after that it goes to some different way of, of time. And I don't remember what that is, but um, it's, it's just a, a different way to, to force people to, to play. Um, the yeah. tournament that I watched this past Sunday uh, was 10 minutes in total for the game. So it was uh, rapid chess. And so they had 10 minutes in total for, for theirs, uh, unless it went to a draw, and then they went to three minutes. And then if it went to a draw, it went to one minute. And then if it went to a draw again, it went to whatever they called Armageddon, which I had no idea what that is, and oh I god. wanted one of them to go to Armageddon. That's way <laughs> more intense so than I thought chess
0: could get. <laughs> it is, is surprisingly
1: like, tense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, is there like a uh, a special like god and devil piece and it's the final <laughs> fight? If it lasts if you make it to Armageddon. I
1: God, maybe. That would be so cool. <laughs> And it's 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 got to be one of the pawns too. I would hope, right? Yeah, that's like your your special one, the one
0: you like. Yeah, I mean, you know what <laughs> um, they say: the meek will inherit the earth. So one of the meek is the Christ, and the other was the an Antichrist. I'm assuming in chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, um, what I've been up to, um, uh, well, I've been injured. Uh, I'm down to one limb because I burnt my arm, hurt my heel, and I popped my other knee out of the socket. Uh, so, I've been playing, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn, because I'm always a one release behind whatever's currently coming out, so, Horizon Forbidden <laughs> West came out, I've had Horizon Zero Dawn on my shelf for like, two years, three years, so I might as well play it now. <laughs> it's a really good game, I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> Oh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this
1: is that's the first one, right? I I haven't played yeah. any of the games.
0: Yeah, it's the first one. Um, yeah, Her- Horizon uh, Forbidden West is the second one that came out a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's uh, a poke up poke post apocalyptic world where machines have like taken over the earth, but in like filling of niches that uh, animals do. So there's like just grazing ones, and there a lot of them look like dinosaurs so there's like a Velociraptor one and Pteranodon ones and stuff like that, and then humans have regressed into like tribes and stuff, and someone finds a piece of technology that kind of understands the machines and she's trying to figure out why they're attacking people now, and that's your main character. It's pretty good, oh cool, okay, yeah, I heard good things about it when it came out, and the new one <laughs>
1: yeah
0: it's it's open world, so that's why it takes me forever to finish them too because there's just so oh, much yeah. stuff to do. Mhm. Yeah. That that is a downside
1: with a lot of a lot of games recently, right? There's just mm-hmm. there, there's too much. And uh it's tough. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I grew up a big Final Fantasy fan. And like I remember when Final Fantasy 13 came out, uh people were like it's just it's super linear and it's like it's essentially one long hallway. I mean, um And I'm like, but it tells a good story. And I was totally down for that. I will watch, I will play through a good story instead of having a bajillion things and then completely lose track of the main quest because I'm doing 14,000 side quests. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like
1: so many games now, they'll just throw in side quests because they need that extra content. And it's like Mm -hmm. the same thing over and over. And it's, it, it, it eventually you're just grinding because you're like, well, I. I, I'm halfway to this achievement. I just want to unlock yep. it. I guess I'll, I'll do it. That'll be my next hour of my life, just wasted doing that. That's it.
0: Uh, yep.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, usually in open world games, I'll keep doing that until I get fed up, and then I'll just finally do the main quest until <laughs> I get like so tired of this <laughs> world, but I want to see how the story ends. Uh, the only time I do complete everything is apparently if I'm playing a superhero game, because I've only done it for the Spider-Man games. And the Batman Arkham games It found everything. <laughs> um. Beside that, uh, my wife and I we watched. I uh, finally watched In the Heights, the Lin Manuel musical, yesterday, and it was good. Oh, cool. Yeah, it wasn't. Sure. I mean, it's no Hamilton, but I liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Cool. I had been meaning to watch that. Um. I was debating either watching that or the day i was deciding was also the day that um west side story came out on mm-hmm. disney plus and i had i never had any interest in watching west side story but for some reason the tr- the commercials the trailer just made it look really good so i thought yeah sure i'll i'll watch it and uh i think you made the the better
0: choice there actually you've seen yeah. both what do you think i yeah i uh yeah cuz i saw west side story in the theaters cuz i'm a huge spielberg fan um mm-hmm. I, they're very, very, very different. Uh, West Side Story (laughs) is a better film. And uh, In the Heights is a better musical, in my opinion. Uh, Strangely enough, they're both about Latino people in New York. It occurred to me halfway through (laughs) In the Heights. (laughs) Mm.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. I I don't want to delay our uh, plot finding mission too much, but I, I just have a question for you since we're on the topic. Okay. I'm assuming you saw the original West Side story? I have not. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. <laughs> I was wondering uh, if they just like did they just use the same script, remake it but like newer? That, that was my um
0: question. that is my understanding. They have tweaked a few things like um well, spoilers for West Side story, I guess. Uh <laughs> the <laughs> older lady that Tony lives with, the uh, the Puerto Rican woman who had married a white guy and was running the store apparently mm-hmm. that was a man in the other story, like it was like the husband didn't die, it was like flipped in the original. Um, mm, okay, I was. Did you finish West Side Story? Because last time we talked, you didn't finish it, you hadn't finished it,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a total of four different sittings, yes, I finished okay.
0: it, yeah. Sounds like me and just like, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know. Cause I was trying to show, cause I saw West Side Story in theaters by myself. Um, I think it came out around the holiday season and I've got time off cause I'm a teacher, but I was trying to explain to my wife, there's that scene, uh, I think it's called cool where they're throwing a gun around and I'm just like, you know, I'm a 21st century, uh, left-leaning person. I was just freaked out that that gun was going to go off and kill somebody that whole time they were throwing <laughs> that gun around. So I I wanted to show at least, and I wanted to pop on YouTube, and I found the original version. Apparently, the original version, they weren't throwing a gun around. Um, it They were just getting ready oh. for the fight. <laughs> so, like, some things have tweaked, but oh. it's mostly mm-hmm. the same. At least the songs are definitely the same. Alright. Okay. I'm, I'm sure yeah. all the plot
1: points were the same, too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Interesting. All right, let's talk about something else. Yes. (laughs) I didn't didn't have a better qualifier. Let's talk about season two of CBS's FBI. I I wasn't sure if it was CBS or or if they moved it to um, Paramount Plus only now. Because they've done that with a few shows.
0: I am assuming... Well, I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Let me see where FBI plays. Uh, But I assume it's on CBS. Um okay,
1: alright, got it. Yeah, because I yeah, I know that they have done that for at least one other show, so okay.
0: Perfect. No, it's still on CBS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good
1: for them, I guess.
0: Um so before we start, how what did you know about FBI before we watched these two episodes?
1: <laughs> all right um so i think anyone who's listened to our previous episodes of of uh this podcast the plot finders knows that i absolutely despise the paramount plus app but i've been using it a lot mm-hmm. recently to watch star trek discovery and so i've been seeing a lot of commercials <laughs> for different shows that are on that app and so i knew that there were like three or four different fbi shows on paramount plus and that's it that's all i knew that there were multiple
0: shows with this title. How about you? Um, I knew that FBI stood for a Federal Bureau of Investigation. Um, mm-hmm. It was it started in the nineteen thirties to combat uh, people who were going against prohibition. Um, I know once it was run by J. Edgar Hoover. The show, on the other hand, I knew nothing about. <laughs> I knew <laughs> I knew a little bit about the history of the FBI. <laughs> um, okay. Doing some research after we watch this show, uh, apparently it's part of the cinematic universe. You're totally right, but it doesn't only include the three FBI shows, apparently, it includes a bunch mm-hmm. of sh- Chicago shows like Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. Um, that, that visiting cop is from the one of the Chicago shows in the last the mm-hmm. finale episode. Um, also. Yeah. Uh, they've crossed over with uh, different versions of Law and Order. So it's all part of a cinematic universe or television universe.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I actually wrote down everything. Um, I'm not going to read them all, but I didn't know that there were this many shows because the, these were all created by Dick Wolf. Like I, mm-hmm. I saw it on this show and I was like, yeah, his name looks really familiar. Why? It's like, oh, that's right. Okay. So he did Law and Order. So mm-hmm. Law and Order, SVU Organized Crime, Criminal Talent, Trial by Jury, LA True Crime, and. Law and order hate crimes, then Chicago Fire, PD, Med, and Justice, and finally the three FBI's: FBI, FBI, wanted, and FBI International. Which <laughs> I, I don't, I, I question I know. the. I. I Where I'm, is the I, FBI jurisdiction?
0: Is that what you're asking? Yes,
1: yes. like I, I get the feeling that this is a real thing that it's based on, but. It just gives me more questions that I'm never going to look up.
0: So, oh, no, that's true. That's definitely true. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so. their jurisdiction is wherever the Avengers have jurisdiction. Which is like all of time and space, I believe.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, not Wakanda, of course. But. I mean, they fought there. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> but if they were told no, and they would have respectfully just walked outside of the bubble and had
0: their much smaller fight outside (laughs) yeah that's true um Mm. all right should we uh jump into the like the summaries
1: yes yeah that's a good idea so go ahead and read the (coughs) your your summary that you've got down for the first episode of season
0: two season two episode one called little egypt a premiered september 24th 2019 my third wedding anniversary A bomb goes off inside a Syrian restaurant in New York. Omar, also known as Beardy, is upset because there's a place he ate at once when he was 10. Omar and his partner Maggie investigate to find out from a witness that it was a young white man who dropped the bomb off in a backpack. They easily track the guy down, and he says that he was paid to do it by another white guy he met online. They track that guy down, but find out he's actually Muslim. He had been attacked by white people and wanted to get attention Get attention on how difficult it was for Muslim people in America. Omar is approached by the witness from the restaurant. He is actually an undercover FBI agent named Joseph. Omar agrees to help him get some other terrorists by posing as a member of Al-Qaeda. The targets are two 20-year-old kids. Omar feels conflicted about arresting people who, who are just considering crimes instead of people who already committed those same crimes. Later, Omar finds out that the kids hooked up with a radicalized imam and set a bomb in Central Park. They catch they catch all three perpetrators and Maggie disarms the bomb. Also, Kristen gets a new uh, gets a promotion to agent and a new partner, which is probably important for character stuff.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, and really quickly um, before Tony started his uh, uh, intro or his description of the episode. Uh, He mentioned that that date was his uh, third wedding anniversary. Now, I I just want to be clear. You might think that's his wedding anniversary of being married for three years, or you might (laughs) think that's the anniversary of the third time he got married. It's definitely one of those two. Thanks, buddy. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read the... uh... Yeah, you're welcome. welcome. (laughs) I'll go ahead and read uh, the description for the finale episode, which was episode 18, Emotional Rescue, which premiered March 31st of 2020. In a crossover episode with another show in the Dick Wolf universe, FBI agent OA is joined by Detective Upton of the Chicago PD. They spend the hour looking for a murderer who just wants to sell drugs and is willing to use violence to get his way. Eventually, they find out about Lucas, the roommate to Amon, who was killed earlier, who I forgot to mention in this intro, and uh, Lucas is also the boyfriend of Harper. Uh, Also, plus, Lucas is a low-level drug dealer. Uh, his girlfriend Harper gets found by the FBI, and they have to get the drugs from Lucas to save Harper's dad. They do, and the episode ends with everyone happy.
0: Yay! Well, not everyone. I don't think Lucas is happy.
1: Nope, nope. He's happy. That's that's what I wrote down. He he must be. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm th- that has to be what happened.
0: Okay, cool, cool. How about the the gang members who got arrested? Were they happy? They.
1: Yeah, they, they oh. owed, like, a ton of money in credit card debt, and so now <laughs> they don't have to pay that. I doubt the credit card companies
0: would just forgive the debt because you're in prison.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they won't, but... Like, now they're going to actually give up trying to get the money from you, right? <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not like student loans. They they
0: can't go after your family or something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> unlike... I, well just like our other shows this is a highly serialized show where every plot point connects to every other plot point i'm sure of right
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean we we only choose those shows like it's it's not like half of our list of random shows to watch are
0: like episodic no no, no that mm-hmm. yeah that would be yeah. crazy all right, Al. Um, with a myriad of plot to obviously connect from the f- um premiere to the finale, where should we start? Uh, all right.
1: Well, you know, I only have one that okay. I could think of to try to guess. So I'll I'll go ahead and start with that. Um, in the first episode, uh, and you actually called this out in your intro, so that was great. Kristen gets her badge to become a field agent. Mm-hmm. Um, in the season finale, um, we don't see her out in the field doing any field agent
0: stuff. What do you think happened? Well, okay. So, let's look at what we know about Kristen. Um she forgets to take her gun places and she's got that super uh TV tech where she can zoom in and enhance things. Um so I think and tell me if uh, uh if you have a better idea, obviously we'll discuss it, but Uh, On her second mission out, she put her gun down and lost it. (laughs) And she's using those computers to zoom and enhance all of New York uh, to try to find that gun again.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. So then she was found out. Like, she was trying to hide it. And then someone found out that she was using resources... To find the lost gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think maybe someone ended up at, like taking the gun and using it?
0: Uh, yeah, but someone who's obviously very important to the plots. Um. I maybe it was uh Maggie, and she wanted to keep it secret for Chris, and that's why she's not in the finale. She's off hiding it somewhere else, so people will think it's stolen. Or no, so no one will ever find the evidence that she lost it, and it got destroyed. (laughs) Because that's the as I'm saying it, that's the opposite of what she wants in our scenario.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm Hmm. You think maybe? Sorry, so Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe she was the one who. mm, Yeah, she she could have like made it easier to for for Chris to. To lose the the gun.
0: (laughs) Or Maggie. No. Alright. Here it goes. Okay. well, Maggie. Stole the gun. As a prank. And it just got completely out of hand. And she knows (laughs) that Chris is searching. All of New York on these cameras. And that's why Chris had to leave the city. With the gun. So she's not (laughs) caught for the prank. Because she's really committed she
1: All right, yeah, I mean if she's that committed. <laughs> she she takes her job very seriously mm-hmm. and as long as the gun isn't found, then they can't also blame Kristen. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, okay. All right, okay. So let me let me write that down so that we remember uh at the end when we're summarizing. <laughs> All right. But, uh, okay. You think she, because she is, if I remember correctly, so Maggie uh was is OA's partner. Um yeah. and she is in the finale, they said that she is undercover, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. OA you okay, maybe, Omar
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh t- mm-hmm. can't yes. know where she is, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense. All
0: right.
1: Yeah. Uh you don't want to chance him showing up and blowing her cover or something. Um mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yeah, all right. I wonder if she kept it as like a good luck charm, too.
0: Well, I mean, I mean she's that like, yeah, was my like, first question, so is where is Maggie? We can keep talking about this, because <clears throat> I'm sure there were multiple episodes covering where she is in the world, right? Where do you think Maggie's undercover? And... Yeah, uh, and is she keeping the gun as a good luck charm? <laughs> okay, well... Alright, so...
1: You know, we we had said, or that we we both know that this finale episode was part of a crossover. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you found out, but I found out accidentally by going to Wikipedia's page to like find out when the episode uh, aired. Which um, I think has happened like every time we do these, I find something out accidentally by looking at that page. So I got to find some some other way to avoid spoilers. Um, um my recommendation: but, uh, use IMDb. Yeah, actually, that's probably a good idea. Right. <laughs> it doesn't load Wikipedia so much faster, but all right, that's that's fair. That's a better idea. All right. Um, so we do know that because this was a crossover episode mm-hmm. or part of the season, I, I think there were multiple crossover season, episodes in the season. So I think that she was on one of the other FBI shows. I'm thinking she was on FBI International.
0: Okay, then let's Um, dig into FBI International, Al. Where in the world is Maggie and why? (laughs) (laughs) I, basing this from just the two episodes we watched, this show is like (laughs) about, like, at least 75% Islamophobia, which is an important um, message, or an important thing to keep our focus on and stuff. Um, So I assume... She is dealing with the same type of stuff, but in like. I'm not going to go over Middle Eastern country. I'm going to say she's in England. She's in London. Um, <laughs> dealing with Islamophobia. Right, and also eating fish and chips and having to deal with strange foreign customs like tea time.
1: <laughs> uh, probably complaining about everyone driving on the wrong side of the road.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um I think this Maggie person, who we didn't get a lot of in the first episode, she just disarmed a bomb, which is great, <laughs> awesome. Uh she also she's a boxer, <laughs> yeah, we fair. know that. Um mm-hmm. she's also a prankster and she hates foreign customs. I think she's a boomer white man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, when when you're writing a show like this, uh-huh. you need to put specific personas into a different body so that way people are like oh it's it's okay we're all similar and um yeah i think that's that that makes sense mm-hmm.
0: okay so um may also going through a divorce um left the country t- so she he, she doesn't have to deal with her wife who's probably in the wrong about the divorce because she won't let her have fun. i'm just like comparing her to a a white male stereotype.
1: Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay uh i mean that that yeah. makes sense um except <laughs> maybe she has an actual bed she doesn't like sleep in an unfurnished apartment that only has a like a love seat sofa
0: yeah that did look like i mean the, she was sitting on her doorstep omar in that first episode uh and it seemed like a nice expensive house unless she pretends she lives there and actually lives like around the corner in a small uh, how a uh, room she's renting for someone else, <laughs> and that's where her wife is and kids.
1: <laughs> uh, it's just so sad. She goes there to, you know, off of a off a of muscle memory, right? Like, oh, I'm walking home. You end up at the wrong place. Oh, I don't live here anymore. Yep. Exactly. Has to stop at the liquor store on the way home. Drinks most of the bottle by the time she gets home. Yep. Yeah. It's making it's making a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I could see that taking up like half the season for this one
0: character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so um so yeah, so Maggie's in uh London. Um I bet there's a scene where they're halfway over the Atlantic in the plane and she bursts open the door and can be completely decompressed so she can drop the gun out the door so she can't be um tagged for the prank. <laughs>
1: She tosses it out. There's got to be an easier way to lose a gun on an airplane, right? Nope. Nope. I can't think of a way. Okay. Nope. You, you she have somehow to, got you have to open the door.
0: <laughs> she somehow got the gun on the plane, because um, mm-hmm. the even the law enforcement in uh, England doesn't use guns, so <laughs> she can't bring it to England. She has to lose it halfway between.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Got it. So now she did she do this with her own body strength? Like she was strong enough to open this. A uh, vacuum sealed door that's like hundreds of pounds of pressure due to well, yeah, man. The she's, she's like oh, a
0: uh, okay. I mean, she's a middle-aged white man. Come on, <laughs> who boxes? Ah, right.
1: uh, that's right, that's right. They exercise <laughs> regularly, so obviously they're incredibly strong. Yep, eighty percent the strength of the Hulk. Okay, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I think we have where Maggie is mm-hmm. in London. All right, yeah, I think that works. Uh, what do you think is her undercover mission? Really,
0: like, what is she? What is she really trying to to do? So it takes her to London, but it's obviously connected with the United States government. It's federal. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume. I mean, what do you think?
1: Oh boy. Uh. Well, that's that's a good question. I mean, you know, you, you would. I think you'd already hit. Something on on the head about uh, this show really dealing with a lot of Islamophobia because that mm-hmm. just kept coming up in the two episodes that we watched. So, and also considering who the main character is, Agent OA, like I imagine it's a, a regular thing that that pops up on the show. Um, so yeah, she's probably doing something with, um, probably stopping uh Middle Eastern terrorists in London, because the again, as you mentioned um you know boomer white guy uh mm-hmm. character right that's that's her spirit animal <laughs> right um she thinks she's helping, but in reality she's just making it worse societally like i I feel like maybe that's what how the writers wanted to write that character,
0: or mm-hmm. she has to Infiltrate a mosque in England, so obviously they choose someone who's going to, you know, just fit right in—an American white woman who acts like an American white man. Um, and she has to like become part of the community there uh, to find out who the terrorists are. But she she starts understanding the plight of um the Muslim people in a Western country. So when she comes back next season to rejoin OA. Uh she really does understand where he's coming from. She gets adopted into a family um she converts most likely mm-hmm. it's all making okay. sense to me
1: i i mean i I like what you said way way more than uh what I said so i'm just I only wrote down what you said by the way <laughs> as far as our, our notes <laughs> so just just a heads up on that one okay. <laughs> All right. Uh cool. So that's that's three plot lines. Um I cannot think of any more. Uh Tony, do you have any other plot line ideas?
0: Yeah. So um the first episode's about um the uh the terrorist bombing of the restaurant and uh kind of like the backlash and the Islamophobia and all um and, how Islamic people feel in America, especially New York post 9-11, even though this is still 18 years after Um, Mm 9-11. And then the last one is an Indian person who is mistaken (laughs) by multiple people as a Muslim person um, being killed uh, in this whole drug lord thing from growing out of Chicago. These are obviously connected in a terrible web of crimes that have been happening throughout the series, culminating in the death of uh amon and um and L- Lucas and all the other people uh how are those two crimes connected al oh okay um let's see uh,
1: sorry which which first what was the first crime the the bombing of the restaurant or the yeah. Attempted bombing of Central Park.
0: The first crime was the bombing of uh, the restaurant. And then. Okay, so the, the very yeah. first crime and the
1: very last crime.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, we can rope in the bombing attempt by the Imam and those two kids in uh, Central Park. Mm. Because it's all connected. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag is <Well>, <laughs> I Well,
1: ev- everything is connected. Uh, if you just. In try the to Dick really Wolf universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think that this is a multi-season story arc. Okay. Um. These are people trying to target uh, Agent Owe, which I keep forgetting what his full
0: name is, but that's what he introduces himself as. So his name his name is Omar. I know that because they say in the first. Like one of the early lines um, of oh. the first episode. <laughs> that's that's how I wrote his name down. Ah, gotcha.
1: Yeah, in the in the second episode, he like he said that name. His he said AO, OA A O or a few times. So like, all right, well, that's what I'm writing down. Okay. That's the only one I'll remember. I'm um, <laughs> so bad with names. Um, so I think that this is a multi season story arc, mm-hmm. culminating in yet another crossover but this is like a big crossover amongst three different shows um, and this is probably something that'll happen in I'm sure season three the end of season three yeah. um, which uh, is not a thing we'll look up because you know we might watch season three at some point yeah, um, or but, or uh, watch
0: the season yeah. of another one of these shows possibly during the mm-hmm. crossover
1: oh yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah uh, I think he's going to be framed for something yeah um, very likely, um, the other FBI agent in the uh first episode, the premiere, uh, whose name I forgot, uh, Joseph Joseph Joseph, yes, yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna be the one who uh blames OA for something, and mm. I think that he started setting uh, up some stuff to frame him for things, and then uh, that's when we will also get the uh. Crossover with the Law and Order side, um, mm-hmm. which I'm just gonna look at the handful of different types of Law and Order shows that exist, and I don't think any of them fit. So let's just say Law and oh. Order, like base the new one that just got rebooted this past a ah. uh, few months. Mm-hmm. I thought there was like Law and Order Hate Crime. There is, but he's uh, hmm, because You're I mean right. I both mean, of these were hate I, crimes,
0: <laughs>
1: or were considered true. hate yes. crimes if they're targeted. That's true, but if they were targeting him uh, to frame him, would uh, he be, well, I guess if he was doing a a hate crime against another protected group of people, uh, mm-hmm. right? The, that's not the phrase. It's not protected. It's a... Minority? I actually don't know the phrase. Yeah, minority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, minority class, I think is what it's, I think is the phrase. Anyway, um, just, just not someone who's a majority something, majority religion, minority race, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. Uh I, I think that's how that is. I'm guessing. Anyway, uh don't ever come to me for legal advice.
0: <laughs> well, uh,
1: I won't. Unless your plan is to do the exact opposite. So <laughs> and even then, like you're still
0: 5050. <laughs> um, do you think um, that I'm, the person who's uh framing OA is part as like the moriarty of this universe who's pulling the strings of the crimes in all of the shows? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, easily. Um so and I do think that this is a character who's in this show, in FBI. Um, so I don't remember his name because I didn't write it down. Um, but who was that guy who was, like, in the FBI office who was, like, leading stuff? He was the the one with the earpiece and he was yelling stuff at everyone. Yeah, he, everyone the one with stuff. the
0: goatee. Um, sure. his His <laughs> character name, his first name is Jubal. Mm-hmm. I know... Because I did not know where they were calling him, and I had to put on sub- subtitles. So his name is Jubal. <laughs> Don't know his last name. Don't even know his his role because it seems like the person who like did the press conference was in charge of that area. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, she's in charge.
1: Um, I think he's more like organizer. Like, okay, this is the big case that we need to all research. Mm-hmm. and so he's the like he tells everyone to go do stuff and when they have information they go to him and then when it matters he brings it to someone or when okay. there's like three people who have brought up information that all relates then he gives that to someone. I, I'm i thinking it's something like
0: that. So like probably assistant director to the director of this branch of the FBI. Maybe. Maybe. I, don't, I don't know if
1: directors is what I would go with. I, I'm thinking like something with investigation like Definitely something on the investigative side. I don't know if he's like a leader, per se. Uh,
0: He's more of a coordinator. Yeah, yeah, something to that effect. So since he's used to coordinating the FBI, he's also coordinating all these crimes across, across New York, Chicago, and international. Yes. Okay, I'm buying it. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what's happening. She, he is secretly evil. Uh, that goatee looked like an evil goatee, very much like Spock in uh, the Mirror Universe.
1: Oh, oh, wait, wait! Is Star Trek also in some way a Dick Wolfiverse? Yes, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. Well, there we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, that's not a prediction because. I don't. I don't know if I put enough thought into that one being, uh, true. Um, what is I forget, um, his name. The uh, so there's an actor who plays someone in the original Law and Order. Um, he's like he's the old guy with the sunglasses, and um, he, he's played that character in a bunch of different things, like as that character. Um, and he's just showed up in other stuff too, like um, Arrested Development,
0: as that that person uh um, Sam Waterston is uh who you're talking about um i believe is that the character or the actor the actor uh Jack McCoy okay. is the character looking it up um yeah there is a whole theory like these people have shown up in x-files and some people have shown up on cheers and like there's a bunch of different shows that they're all in the same universe yeah um so i assume they're all part of the dick wolfiverse
1: <laughs> yeah the, i mean those theories are always fun to entertain for like a little bit right like oh it's kind of fun but then the show needs to do its own thing You're like all right nope never mind uh and now for this season premiere they need to nuke seattle and there goes fraser uh but <laughs> fraser still got another season so now they're no longer in the same uh universe
0: yeah Oh yeah. Okay. I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking I have looked up the the wolf universe. <laughs> All right. How a lot how of crazy shows.
1: does this get? Alright. Oh I bet. Is is it more than just those three franchises, FBI, Law and Order in Chicago?
0: Yes. A lot of stuff oh, that's been oh, canceled. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, okay. Shows in Russia where they've crossed over, shows in Paris? Law and Order UK. Um, cold justice, sex crimes. Uh, inside the FBI, New York. Um, Tony,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need to take a step back. When you said cold justice, sex crimes, is that one show
0: or two? Uh, one show. Cold justice, cold okay. justice, colon, sex crimes. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing cold justice
1: is its own franchise of of shows maybe similar to uh, law and order
0: possibly yeah i'm not going really to do it okay <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah all right um anyway so i think we've we've got what we can get out of fbi <laughs> <laughs> oh thank god all right <laughs>
1: all right um cool so so we're good there let's uh let's wrap up um, and re- review our our plot findings of what we found. Mm-hmm. Sound good? That sounds good to me. Okay, so we've all right. So we found a total of four different plots. Uh, the first one was around um, Agent Kristen, who in the first episode gets her badge to become a field agent, and in the finale, she is not doing agent stuff in the field. So why? What happened there? We assume that she lost her gun uh, just out in the public. Um, and she spent a lot of time trying to find it instead of doing her actual job. Um, essentially got in trouble for that. Um, this also was related to other agent, Maggie, who um, actually had her gun, but took it with her uh, as part of a, a prank. Uh, but now she's doing her undercover work in uh, in London as part of FBI International. Uh, and she is doing this undercover mission to uh, infiltrate a um uh oh i did not write that down um oh never mind i wrote it down in a different spot (laughs) okay sorry it's not like i just wrote all this down you know a few minutes ago i i did it a few minutes ago um so her mission is to infiltrate a mosque to find terrorists because she is uh, essentially a a uh, boomer white man (laughs) who doesn't trust anyone but by the time that's done, we're sure that she'll have learned and and grown, um, and maybe we'll no longer be divorced by the end. Uh, we didn't talk about that, but you know, it's if this is a a character's journey sort of thing, that might happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, um, Jubilee. I I, I, I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> Jubal. So close. Jubal no, frames excellent. Agent O. A. <laughs> he, he frames. He sets up everything. He's so used to organizing uh, information within the FBI that he organizes all of the crimes to frame Agent Oa uh, in something that culminates in season three that we uh, will not be watching anytime soon. All right, Tony, how confident are you in these plots that we found on a scale of one to ten? How how close do you think? I mean,
0: a solid four. I'm a solid four. All right i I would take that. I'm I'm <laughs> I would be
1: proud of that number. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know how we would rate it on a scale of one to ten, uh, but I think that's fair. Forty percent of something. Yeah.
0: Yep. I mean, it's still, you get forty percent um a grade. It's still an F. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Al, how likely are you to revisit the FBI show or even the FBI universe?
1: Oh, that—that's not going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, this show is just not for me. I—I I didn't care about the characters at all. I didn't care about it's—it's—it's it's, it's episodic. It's—I hmm. don't—I don't need to watch this. Uh, <laughs> um, I will—I will give it that. In the—the the premiere, they did throw a curveball at us where they—they uh, they catch the bad guy and mm-hmm. then they're still like. 30 minutes left in the show and then they have to catch another bad guy like okay you know what that was that was something that's changed it but then we get to the finale and it was uh very um formulaic again of Mm -hmm. exactly how you expect that show to go um if i'm ever in the mood for a show like that i'm sure i could find something
0: else i just did not care how about you yeah i'm unless the show makes us watch a show like this again (laughs) i'm probably not going to watch it um yeah it's just not my type of show it's i don't care i I, like i didn't get to know the characters enough to care about them and i definitely don't care about the crimes so i might watch the finale when it's revealed that Jubal is the mastermind between behind every crime in new york and chicago but other than that i have to know what episode it's ahead of time so probably unlikely (laughs) yeah yeah exactly all right, so uh, before we move on and sign off, let's see what our next show is. I'm going to put a little asterisk on this one. If it lands on the FBI or Chicago show, we're not doing two of those in a row, <laughs> which we have yeah, a few okay. more of those on our list. <laughs> All right, Yeah, because there are so many of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, clicking it. Wheel of randomness, turn, turn, turn. What show will we live through? We're going to watch, Okay. We're going to watch Taxi, the '70s uh, sitcom. Oh, okay, the uh, TV show from 1978
1: through 1983. Mm. So that's a, a handful of seasons. Okay, um, let's see. Of the 114 episodes that aired, there were a total of five seasons. Uh, now we tend not to do the first season just because of uh, you know pilots give you a lot of the. Uh, info for the uh the characters so
0: mm-hmm. between seasons two through five what are you thinking we do tony i well let's see we did season two this time i think we should do mm-hmm. season four season four okay sounds yep. good to me so
1: um well let's uh let's close out with that all right everyone uh f- join us uh next week um we, we will be covering season four of the uh late nineteen seventies, early nineteen eighties, uh hit TV show taxi. Uh, in the meantime, follow us on Twitter. Uh we are at the plot Finders. Uh if you are listening on our MCU Rewind feed, uh feel free to follow us or to subscribe to our show uh on our uh feed for this actual show, uh the Plot Finders. So just go ahead and uh open up your app that you use to Find podcasts and uh, search for there. It should be up by then because the uh, it usually takes a, a week or so for the uh, the feeds to to get propagated everywhere. Um, and if you are listening uh, to us on this the the proper plot finders feed, um, you know you can also listen to our MCU Rewind show. You know that's that's an option too. So just yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if there's a TV show that you think we should watch. Uh, let us know. We probably won't get around to it in this first um, season of us doing this because we're doing all of these ahead of time without telling anyone, which might have been a bad idea. I don't know yet. We'll we'll figure that out <laughs> later. Uh, and one of these days, I will write an actual outro for this. Until then, it's been a blast. <sighs> Da-da-da-da-da-da! Plotfinders.